This is Infection, the Survival Podcast, recorded live on Tuesday, November 5th, 2019, episode 251. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Infection, the Survival Podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Of course, visit our website, infectionpodcast.com. Joining me as he does each and every week, little tardy from the great state yeah. of Idaho, Brian with an I, Aldridge. Hello, Mr. Brian. How are you? I'm doing well. So if you want to find me, you can look at Boise Computer on Twitter. Of course, my blog, biteoftech.com and best place to go just go to our website infectionpodcast.com and if you look on the right hand side there we have a link to our discord server uh, that's a great place that you can submit news throughout the week we always cover that channel every time i'm making the show notes we have our steam group it gives you a nice little notification before the live show starts and we have mixer twitch and youtube links on there as well however you'd like to watch either during the live broadcast or after the fact uh, also, we have our audio links. So whether you want to listen to us on Spotify, tune in, you have an iPhone, an Android, doesn't matter. We have links for all those things. And then show notes now for 251 episodes of the show. So anything that we talk about, maybe you're listening and you want to see a video that we refer to, uh, that'll be in the show notes. You're more than welcome to go and check that out while you listen or after. Uh, we have a link on the left that says support us. And that if you want to go and making Amazon purchases, hey, Christmas is coming. You can go on there and click our link first and then do your normal Amazon shopping and it'll give us a little bit of cut of that. Uh, same thing with the Humble Bundle. Uh, click the link before you go and if you're going to do a subscription or an individual order, uh, just make sure you click that link first. Uh, and also Amazon Prime, that's uh, the way that we mostly fund the PAX trip each year is if you just go to our Twitch channel and hit subscribe, it gives us a little cut of that. And you don't have to pay anything extra if you have Prime. It gives you a free one every month. Yes. And so. we've got a couple people to thank for that, including our friend uh, Saul Greatman, who just hit us up with the 21-month subscription, saying uh, that's a fancy intro. Yes, it is very fancy. Um, and I also do want to thank our friend UGX Vibe, who, um, as I appreciated him coming to me and saying, hey, man, I resubscribed. You didn't shout me out on the show. Um, and it, I... I don't see it anywhere. So, but uh, but I believe him. He's a he's a good guy. Um, so I want to thank him for hitting us up with the resubscription as well. Um, and if we uh, didn't, if your name is missing off this list and you have hit us with a resubscription, send us a Discord or an email or a note or whatever. Um, we obviously want to give you give you credit for that. But uh, yeah. Streamlabs system is, and Twitch's sucks, so it's hard to hard to keep track of all that stuff. But uh, we do appreciate everybody that uh, supports the program and has done so now for. Uh, Boy, this January is going to be five years, isn't it? Ugh, we're getting old. I don't know. Well, I mean, 52 weeks in a year. We're on episode 250. I mean, this this will be the January when H1Z1 came out. Like, January, February-ish. Yeah, yeah, like late January, early February is going to be five years of Infection Podcast. Wow. Wow. How's, how's is that a feel? retirement show? We're just going to be, I just feel like I'm getting old. I mean, you are anyone who's been doing a podcast for five years. They just either have no life or well, they have no life. I think is pretty much yeah, if you it does have anything to do with the length for doing a podcast. You do a podcast, yeah. you have no life. It's, it's the one and the same. Um, yeah, I'm so, special. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that'll be coming up here. Um, 
Hey, so uh, played some uh, played some Call of Duty over the weekend. Uh, everything's still going pretty good with that. Um, but I do want to say our game of the week this week is going to be uh, Dead by Daylight. You know, Brian, we were having this talk before the show. It's getting harder and harder to um, to, to to do game of the week. Um, you know, we got like a game like Seven Days to Die that we played. Like we had a huge turnout, and before that, and now after that, it's just total famine. Um, yeah. And I, I, I just, I don't think people, people just, I don't think people are playing as many games as they were. Well, or they're, they're playing just their own little game that they want to play. Yeah. And they're just doing it outside just whatever times. So, I mean, I don't know. I, it's just people aren't getting <laughs> together and playing games as much. Yeah. And I, and I will say this, if you are a, um, uh, if you, or if you, know somebody or you are a person that wants to host a game of the week and wants to um you know you if you if you're gonna say hey you know i want us to play x game let me host it just let us know we'd love to have you we'd love to have you uh host that for us and kind of lead us through that so um yep. that is uh that is also game of the week dead by daylight that'll be coming up at um 8 p.m eastern on friday hopefully you will join us for that I also want to thank our buddy Firebomb who just hit us with I'm back. I'll be there for Dead by Daylight game of the week. So uh, so there we go. PH is going to host Roblox. That'll be cool coming up in a couple weeks. Very exciting for that. Um, yep. So no, oh, and, and it's funny because Judd said everything is still boring. Had Neophyte saying I'm just not playing as much as I used to. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I know you are, Brian. Just like, eh. I, yeah, I just don't have time. Like I get home and it's like, okay, I can play a game or I can go to the gym. And I go to the gym. <laughs> that just makes you a fucking nerd. But I mean, yeah. a total Chad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, well, that's not here nor there. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what's coming up. Game of the week, uh, Friday night. So played a little more COD. I, uh, I brought, Brian, I got some intelligence. I heard yes. you played some COD last night with one of our friends and had a had a good time yes, with I that. Um, so any uh, any changes from last week um, for you from playing? Uh, it seems like they've, uh, well, last time when we played, my ping was horrible. Okay. I, I had a hundred and something ping and it was just very, very <clears> frustrating. <throat> last night when I played, uh, I had ping of like in the fifties. Nice. And so it's much better. It's just weird how sometimes it's so bad and I could definitely tell a difference. Like I was doing all right. You know, I don't, I don't excel at call of duty, but I was doing, you know, from mid-range on the scoreboard to upper you know three quarters of the way up usually so i but it was fun uh there's i'm starting to get like okay, okay this game mode i don't enjoy so much this other game mode i like um and i'm getting to where my aim is because it's not a controller oh, yeah. <laughs> i have a lot easier time with a mouse and keyboard and so i'm getting the point where i'm able to lock in on people and and not dying as much as i used to on world war ii that we played um everything's fun yeah it's fun everything's been pretty smooth playing it on the computer is good um yeah no no complaints still playing it that's pretty much the last night was the first night i um didn't play since i i've played like at least a game or two every um every every you know every night uh last night was the first night i was like yeah just not feeling it tonight um and last night was the first night that I came home and I felt like I actually had some extra time. Yeah. And I just sat and was like, I'm going to play a game. And it's the first time I felt like it all week. So that's hmm. good. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't have that. I had the, I had the polar opposite of that, uh, last night. I just 
did, had zero interest whatsoever. Um, yeah. So yeah, that um, that uh, that's that. That's Call of Duty. Um, let's take a look here. We've got a whole bunch of news. Um, <clears throat> so BlizzCon was this week, uh, this yes. weekend, and of course there was the a uh, lot of lot of drama with um, with that and. You've got a a short video here, which is their quick um, sort of apology uh, on everything. So isn't this, on. I think, the president? This is the ple- president of Blizzard. The president? That speak, the president. <laughs> yeah, the president of Blizzard here. And he it, he goes on for a little while. Yeah, we'll play just a, a point where we can cut this out. Yeah, we'll just play a little bit of this. I'll say a few words. You know, uh, Blizzard had the opportunity to bring the world together in a tough Hearthstone esports moment about a month ago. And we did not. We moved too quickly in our decision making. And then, to make matters worse, we were too slow to talk with all of you. When I think about what I'm most unhappy about, there's really two things. The first one is we didn't live up to the high standards that we really set for ourselves. And the second is we failed in our purpose. And for that, I am sorry, and I accept accountability. So what exactly? All right, is you think that's a good starting point or you want to, or should we continue listening? I mean, uh, we can, I, I, we, no, we don't need to keep playing it. Uh, Pretty much he goes through and just keeps explaining that, well, it's more of the same. <laughs> he doesn't really he doesn't really say we're 100 percent wrong on this. Well, he says we just responded wrong. And I thought it was odd. He said, uh, and we didn't get back to you in time. We didn't tell you in time or respond in time to you to the audience. Yeah, you know what I found and interesting. So, but but they kept the decision. That's the odd thing. Yeah, what I found really interesting was that multiple times throughout this, he mentioned that they will not be making any more political statements. Um, and they don't want to be doing political things yet mm-hmm. in the same vein, he is wearing a pin on his lapel that is very political in its nature and very controversial in its nature. And I think for me, that just added to the whole saga and story here that as we've said in the past, none of these companies really give a shit. It's all about money. They'll say whatever they want to say. And, um, that is, uh, that's that. This was just a spitting example of that. You've got a guy saying we're not going to be political up on stage, yet he's wearing a, a pin that is, to the definition, a very political thing that is going on right now, and something that is uh, just just a hot button political issue. Um, so it was just kind of odd to watch, and, and I don't know who in the right mind thought that was a good idea. I can't imagine anybody who was like, "Hey, go out on stage wearing a pin." supporting uh, a movement and say you're not going to be political i found that to be frankly retarded it made absolutely no sense and it totally in my opinion well i watched his whole thing here it nullified the entire thing because specifically because of that well and i think i think it's a mindset though i think the issue is there are things to them that it is not a controversy they view that you are wrong they are right it's not even a question Therefore, it's not political because you are wrong. They are right. That's the end of it. And so that is 
where I think, think you're looking at it saying, well, but there are people that have a different point of view yeah, on absolutely. the thing you're talking about. Well, to them, no, those people are wrong. They are right. Therefore, it's not a political issue. It's anything that could be questionable. Uh, you could take a look at the issue in the Middle East with Israel and Palestine. Uh, in Palestine, that whole issue. There are people who very easily could be on one side or the other. Um, but you'll find that politically, they'll people will line themselves up on Palestine and say, oh, well, this is the right way. And so everyone else who believes anything else is wrong and it's not even a debate. They don't view it as a debate. The problem is, is they just view the other person as wrong, them as right, and they they dig their their heels in on it. And I think that there's a lot of issues like that where they have gotten consensus, um, especially certain political views. You got to look at where these companies are based out of. They are in a bubble of people that believe exactly the way they do. And sometimes it gets very difficult to look outside of that bubble and realize, hmm, most people outside of your little bubble actually don't agree with you on certain things, yeah, but they don't view it because everyone around them agrees and views it something in one way. So I think that's where a lot of this comes from to where they don't even don't even think twice about things. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was the, th the event went off without a hitch. You know, everybody's like, oh, there's going to be mass protests. I mean, I saw some people stand outside. People with that are paying money to go there are not going to yeah. protest. So, um, I mean, the event itself was all right. Um, there's some announcements we'll talk about here. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, with that, I, to me, it just seemed as as expected. It was I mean, they seemed half hearted. And again, at this point, it's it's. It, it, the damage is done like it's over with and this just yeah. kind of obviously they had to talk about it but it just for me it was just like this is stupid i'm so sick of hearing about this um so that was the um that was kind of the uh the update there on uh the blizzard hong kong hearthstone situation and i hope brian and pray that we are finally that I, we do no longer have to hear about this and i hope blizzcon yeah. happened it's over Let's let's get on with our lives. Um, so that's that's what these companies just need to step out of it. I mean, I understand that individuals and this is one thing where a lot of companies just say, don't you know, politics has no place in the workplace, which I personally I agree with, unless you are in a workplace where it's political by nature. Yeah, I mean, I worked you at a, I mean, worked at a talk radio station that was a very political where, where they by definition have kind of a certain political yeah, side absolutely. that they're representing uh and that's understandable but they're like with the company that i work at now there's no point in me bringing up my politics there i'm there for a job i don't want to hear about everyone else's politics i don't want to see whatever pins and buttons and things on their desks i just i don't feel like seeing that and i'm not going to do that to them uh you know i'm gonna treat others how i expect to be treated uh i've but when i was a computer consultant i would go to places where they would have you know, buttons and pins and political things all over their desks. And that really creates a situation where, especially when it's one of the owners of the company that has all these things on their desk, but then an employee does not have the, they would feel threatened to ever bring up their political view because it's such a contentious thing. It brings up anger in people. If you say your opinion that differs from them, it's amazing how many people actually get angry. So I, I think that a lot of people don't realize, especially when you're in a position of power and then you go in and start saying, here's my political view. Here's what I view as right. Uh, 
you know, you it is a risk to go in there and say, you know what, I disagree with you. People can't leave it at opinion. Yeah. So. So they they just need to leave it alone. No, absolutely, and um, and uh, yeah, that is uh, that is that. So hopefully, hopefully that's all over. You know, all the dust is settled on that. I hope, and uh, and we can move on now. That was the controversial side of BlizzCon. There was also an announcement at BlizzCon, um, something that I think, um, well, uh, let's see, I can't seem to find it in our list now. Uh, uh, Diablo, yes, there it is. Um, they announced a new, uh, they're, they're announcing a new Diablo, Diablo 4. Um, now, there is a yep. video we're not going to show it because it's nine and a half minutes long. It's a cinematic. It's, it's pretty much a little yeah, mini movie. It's like a movie. It's super cool. Um, but Diablo four is uh, is is coming out. And um, what are your uh, you ever played Diablo, Brian? Yes. Um, so this one, one thing that they have kind of done done with, like, for instance, the last Diablo, they it it wasn't as dark as the original ones as far as. It was still, it became a little more arcadey, I think. Uh, and the story wasn't quite there. Uh, and this one, they said that they are going to make it dark compared to probably the last one. Uh, so I think that a lot of people will probably enjoy the feeling of this a little bit more. So it, the one thing that's always amazed me when the original Diablo came out, just the graphics for the type of systems it's hard maybe for someone like you who's younger to truly appreciate it but when the original diablo came out the graphics in comparison to anything else that was out were just amazing the music was awesome the graphics were awesome uh and so it was one of those games that you just played because it was so cool looking and then people really enjoyed it as well i played a lot of the last diablo but it's it's kind of like a grind this I didn't care so much for the story. And I think this one, they're going to try to get the story a little bit more in there. That's cool. Um, I know a lot of people that are big Diablo fans. Uh, mm -hmm. Me being the age I am Diablo. I, I just, I know it was it's um, just something when, that was kind of it. Yeah. When did Diablo one and two already. come out? I mean, I thought it was in the late nineties. Let me see. I mean, and I remember Diablo. when, Di I remember when Diablo three came out and that was in 2012, but, um, yeah, one, so and, one and two. The original Diablo had to have come out in the late 90s. Um, Diablo I'll, I'll 1 came out in 96, and Diablo, Diablo 2 came out in 2000. So it was just yeah. well And you got to think, in 1996, time. what the way that computer games looked, Diablo looked amazing. You want to know how old I was in 1996? I don't even know. I wasn't I born. No oh, <laughs> I was in high school. Well, not, not it was non-existent. So. So that's 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 I had my own computer. I ran a little BBS about the time you were born. Yeah, old man Aldridge, the the myth yeah. the myth the myth proves itself once again. So my point is yeah. Diablo one two at by the year two thousand, Diablo three came out in twenty twelve. I I d I didn't play the other two, and then now we've got this other one coming out. Um I don't think they announced a date. Um yeah, no no idea when the release date is. But I do like that Brian BBS Aldridge. I'm going to add that to the list yeah. for next week. Um, so that is uh, that's that's cool. I know a lot of people looking forward to it, and um, you know, I I mean, I'm I'm game for anything. I'm yeah. I'm I'm interested in trying whatever. So yeah, I think that uh, I think this will be an interesting one, and the 
the cinematic they made is awesome. really did a good job of just kind of telling immediately you feel like you have an idea of the story going in I mean, look at this thing well yeah i mean it's super well done yep and is it a is it a, it's a live act is it a, it's it's an it's not it's animation it's not live action yeah it's um, all animated it, but it's a very good and it's it's mo-capped though it's not it's not like rigged weird rigged animations it's a it looks like it's a mocap um so yeah that uh that uh is is a thing that is out um the not there's a nine it's a nine minute cinematic uh for diablo uh four and hopefully that will be out here in uh hopefully that'll be out here in a couple years um we looks like we did just lose brian so we'll uh we'll move on uh we'll move on from that hopefully we can get him back here in just a minute uh, so that was Blizz, uh, BlizzCon. They'll do another one again next year. And um, hopefully between now and then, there's not a whole lot of Blizzard in the, in the news because I think like a lot of other people, um, myself, I just am not super interested in anything that Blizzard has to say. If they want to make a game, fine, but I'm just kind of over everything else. Uh, so that's, uh, that's Blizz, uh, BlizzCon. That's Diablo 4. Now, let's move on to a uh, game, and I've got to give a huge shout-out to the folks over at the uh, Scavengers game. They did a playtest this weekend, and me, being the dummy that I am, um, did not sign up for this uh, when I should have, so I didn't have a key for it. Um, and fortunately, I was able to send them a tweet, and uh, the guys over there at uh, Midwinter Games, the people that are making Scavengers, uh, sent me a copy of the game, so I was able to play it. Now, I can't show any gameplay. Um, it, there was an NDA on it, so we, we couldn't, couldn't record anything, couldn't take any pictures. Uh, all I can do is tell you what my experience was like playing it. So um, Scavengers is a <clears throat> class-based, and when I, by class, I don't mean um, like World of Warcraft or um, like Dungeons & Dragons class. Class more like... Um, Apex Legends or uh, Overwatch, you know, class is skill set. Um, so it's a class-based PvP PVE round-based survival game. So you're fighting against um, a set of players. I believe there's 30 players per match. There's it's teams of three, so there's 10 teams of three, and then there are sets of NPCs that are in the world. That's where the PVEness of a um of the of the game pops in so <clears throat> you drop in on this world uh it's a snow kind of biome um or excuse me it's not a snow biome um it's a there are parts that are snow but it's a it's, a, it's kind of like a ruined world biome you drop in you're with your squad and you drop with no loot you have no weapons or anything you have to do your typical uh you know run around in loot uh open up crates find things on the ground and as you uh, find, you know, pistols and there's a couple assault rifles and then uh, there's a whole bunch of melee weapons, then you move on and start going uh, towards these little points on the map. And they're indicated by, I believe they were little yellow triangles or squares or something like that. And from that, you move over to these points and an announcer is talking during it and tells you that you need to collect something at those points and return it to some sort of hub. Um, and I'm, I'm trying my best to explain this. I wasn't able to record anything. So, um, you know, that, that is that, um, so you go to these, you go to these little POIs across the map, you know, little craters, buildings that are destroyed. 
um, and you, you run through there. So you're with your team of three, you're attacking NPCs, you're getting attacked by other groups, and you are trying to survive. Now, outside of PvE and PvP, the there's a food uh, system you have to eat, there's a, a water system you have to stay hydrated, and there's also a incredibly brutal environmental system. Um, when you are in the cold, you die rapidly. If you are not staying near a fire or doing something to warm up, you will die um, or get knocked down very quickly. So <clears throat> with that, there's those three mechanics plus the PvE, PvP kind of thing um, that's in there. Now, there's also a storm system. Um, now, I found this to be very cool. It was a like a snow tornado that moves so unlike the typical zone that pushes in from the side there is that but then there's also these um sporadic events that happen across the map and 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 they're smaller circles and they move you know it's a tornado so it's moving Mm -hmm. across the thing so as you may be running it may be following right behind you or might be going another direction so that was cool um i played maybe four or five games the servers are kind of wonky um and so i didn't have the ability to um play a whole bunch of games and i didn't have it none of the people i played with really talked so that was kind of uh that was kind of frustrated um uh, frustrating and ph is is correct me in saying that the the circle itself correctly doesn't change but these tornadoes get bigger and bigger and and it gets colder because these they're like snow tornadoes um so they kind of take over the thing you're in like a blizzard if you're in the middle of these things um that is kind of the top-down view of it. The goal is to kill the NPCs, kill the other players, collect as many of these assets as possible, return them, and then you win. Um, and at the end of the game, there's a dropship. You get in it, um, and if you know, you win. So that's how that's how that ha- how that whole system goes down. It's kind of a um, it's kind of a battle royale. But it's got the PVE elements to it um, and the very harsh environmental conditions that most battle royales don't have. Um, yeah. I kind of got I got a very strong Darwin project vibe from it. Um, the game was the game was all right. I mean, I don't I don't think uh, the, the test itself was smooth. Once you got into a game because there was so many people were trying to play once you got into a game, super smooth played well. Yeah. Frame rate seemed to run well. The weapons seemed to work. Uh, every there's there was vehicles in the game. There's grenades. I mean the, the the game itself was polished, you know, for what it was. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's my kind of game. I, I'm not super keen on those three player kind of co-op games like co-op that. Games, yeah. Um, it's just not my style. But the game itself was was solid. I, I had a really good time playing. Do you think it. it's going to take off though? <clears throat> no, not in terms of crazy high player numbers i think it's i think it's one of those games that will because it's round based makes it it's not a story game right it's not a campaign it's not i saw a lot of people uh, attributing it to the division it's when you story games i think have the tendency to draw people in these round based games have the tendency to have people play them every once in a while and when I when you say will it take off, will it have a player base? Yes. Is it going to? I mean, it's ex- on console, so sometimes you'll just get a ton of players that you don't ever really even know about. Is it going to explode and be a you know a PUBG or Fortnite killer? No. Will it have probably a 
uh, Realm Royale style player base, couple thousand active players. Yeah, I think so. Um, and for them, I, I, you know, that 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 would be great because a lot of these games that come out uh, suck, yeah, and they don't do yeah. anything. They come out, they have two hundred people playing, and then they close. So, does it have the ability to be in terms of player count an ROE or a Realm Royale and have a you know, a, a thousand, fifteen, twenty five hundred, three thousand players, solid base of players. Absolutely. The mechanics seem okay. solid. The developers are super cool. They were nice people. Uh, they they hooked us up, which I super which which I really appreciate. And also, Brian, the game yeah. ran on spatial OS, which is the One first, of the first time ones that seems to I don't believe do I don't think I've ever played anything that ran on spatial. Um now with it only being thirty players, I don't know exactly how the spatial OS features in terms of large player counts works into that, but in terms of how the world loads and everything like that. Yeah, I mean, having it handle all the AI and the the weather effects and everything else, I assume that's what they're doing. They could probably, they're probably running multiple, they're probably having a spatial OS instance that's handling the weather for multiple servers, handling the AI for multiple servers. So they're not just having it to where you know, this is meant to be, you know, 1500 people on one thing. They just have it probably doing AI is handled across all of them with one instance. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was good. I had a good time playing it. I wish I could have played it with a couple of other people. I just, nobody else really had it. Um, so if I was to play with two friends and my experience probably would have been a little bit different, but it was, it was good. I, I enjoyed playing it. I think there's a lot of potential there. And, um, I know we've talked about it a little bit in the past. We showed their trailer at E3, um, this year when they showed that, but, uh, that is scavengers. They did, uh, two, four hour play tests. They got a lot of good feedback. I saw a lot of people talking about it. So, uh, I would say, uh, good work guys. Keep it up. And again, thanks for, uh, thanks for hooking my stupid ass up last second for, uh, for not registering for a key. So I really do appreciate it. Very good. All right. Um, <clears throat> Brian, I want to, I want to play a little game with you. That, okay. came, that came across wrong. Um, let's talk. We want to talk about you Ark. Want to play a game. Do you, you do you want to do you want to play a game, Brian? Um, all right. So we've got some Ark stuff, uh, but before yeah. we do that, there's a survey, and we used to do this back in the H1Z1 days. They would put surveys out. We would take them on the show and submit them as one person. So Ark has got a survey. It's a Google Forms. We'll, the link will be in the show notes. Um, can we take this survey together? Does that sure. work for you? All right. So here it is. It's an ARC Survival Evolved feedback. This is directly from their community manager. So we'll put in our email here, contact.infectionpodcast.com. What did, when did you start playing ARC? So I guess I'm going to have to go look at what day, what day I purchased ARC because I don't think I played it all that a whole lot before. I know I, know I purchased <clears throat> it to start playing it for the podcast. Yeah. So. so does it tell, does ARC tell you or does Steam tell you when you purchased a game? Um, I don't know if it, I don't know if it does. Um, I guess I should have prepared some of this, but I mean, preparation, who, but the bother with that. Um, I don't, I don't know when ARC first came out. Release date, August 29th, 2017. Okay. So let's say. Which is probably about right. September of, uh, of, of 2017. Um, sure. So let's go back. Uh, let's see. September 2017. Let's say September. Actually, 2015, I thought was. Are you thinking of oh. when it came out of? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2015 might... was when 
we started playing. Yeah, so maybe that date is wrong. Release date, yeah. Hmm. I think the last time you played it was the 2017. No, it says the release date is August 29, 2017. But look at look at your last play. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I agree with that, but I'm just looking at this. Um, 20, 2015 was when it was released. We were playing it in 2015. Okay, so when would you say in 2015, if you had to guess? I think it was August of 2015. Okay, so let's just say say August 29th of 2015. What is the okay. approximate number of hours you've played in Arc Total? Well, I can look at mine, and I've played about 207 hours. How much, of, how much Arc have you played? 646. Oof. Okay, so we're going to say between 250 and 500. That's in between sure. us. Do you still play Arc? Yes, no, or I only play during new patches or DLC. Only new patches or DLC. Okay, let's go to the next page here. Let's see what else is on here. Um, answer, during new patches, when was the last time you played ARC? Now, you have played it a lot more recently. September 14th. <clears throat> of this year? Yes. Okay, so September 14th. <clears throat> what is the approximate number of hours you played per week during the new DLC? Under 10? Or between 11 yeah, and 25? Yeah, it would be under 10. Okay. Let's see. What else we got here? This is, this is exciting. Uh, which platforms do you own and play Ark on? PC, Steam. PC, Steam. You, you don't own it on the PlayStation. No. If you, <clears throat> if you own on multiple platforms, okay. PC, Steam. Um, which Ark expansion pack do you own? None, Scorched Earth, Aberration, or Extinction. I own all three. Okay. Do you own any of the season passes? Season pass uh, one. Yeah, or season I, pass I have two? the season pass one. Okay. I guess I'm just filling this out as you now. Uh, which official arc did you like the most? I personally like the island. I thought that was a really cool map. Um, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think my original experience. The, the other ones were okay, but they just they didn't pull me in. They didn't tell yeah. the story. Yeah. They didn't tell any story. Um, what do you like about arc the most? Um, uh, let's see. What, we got to come up with a good answer here. Um, um hmm. I like playing with friends. That's, I mean, that's pretty much like what comes down with me. With friends. Okay. Which arc do you like the least? Now, this will be a question for you. Probably, I think it was Aberration. I probably like the least. Okay. Uh, why do you like this official arc the least? Uh, I, I just don't think I like the map as much map the map just, sucks okay yeah. moving on i didn't realize this was going to be quite so long i wouldn't have done that <laughs> i thought this was going to be a quick survey um uh, which of the following have you played uh we've we've done non-dedicated oh, excuse me we've done dedicated um modded non-dedicated and regular non-dedicated um I, you've never played single player have you and modded dedicated multiplayer oh you have played that okay um <clears throat> Uh, if you have selected more than one option, please tell us the approach. Well, like our server would be a modded dedicated multiplayer. What about modded so, non-dedicated multiplayer? That'd be if you're playing between other people. Oh, okay. Then I, I guess we didn't do this. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to say 60-40. I'm just going to lie because we got to get through this. Um, oh, Christ almighty. This is <laughs> this is just terrible. I would say about 75%. <laughs> okay. Of, 75%. 75, 25. Uh, Please tell us the approximate ratio spent on PvP. Let's say we're going to go 80, 20. Uh, what region are you from? Uh, North America. What was the official region? North America. Uh, 
Jesus Christ, Ark. <laughs> uh, which category? Um, let's see. Uh, we're going to call you a ramshackle Wait. player. Yeah. Um, which type of player do you most identify as? Okay, Brian. Or do you think you're an achiever? Where you like to complete all the challenges? You're an explorer? The no. game is the journey? The socializer? I'm, I don't know. Either explorer or socializer. I think you're the social. Actually, you are the explorer because yeah. you'll loot forever. So you're definitely the explorer. Yeah. Uh, PvP, actually role play, is what you enjoyed the most. So we're going to just say that. Um, some general things. Jesus. Oh my goodness! Okay. They want to all right, all right, okay, we're done. Right, we're done. You know, here's the thing: they're giving away some gift cards with this, so I'd recommend you go and fill this out. Um, if you got 15 minutes, yeah. I mean, there. yeah. You know, I didn't. I thought it was going to be a quick little survey. They, this, so this is what they're doing. They're doing. Um, their survey would take approximately 30. I should have read this. 30 minutes to one hour to complete. Yeah, I, this is what I do. Oh boy, it's only like 10 more pages. <laughs> a uh, so. You have the chance to win a Genesis, which we'll talk about in the middle, season pass on any platform of choice. A Steam gift card is for up to $100 or an Amazon gift card up to $100. Please note, troll responses will be discarded from the giveaway. So, um, you know, doing a uh, troll response is not a good solution there. But I'd recommend, like we used to do in the past for H1Z1, if you are an ARC person, you enjoy playing ARC, you like ARC, Go and take the survey. They're looking for genuine feedback from their community. So, um, yeah. if you are a uh, somebody that played a lot of Ark, I um, I'd recommend you take that survey. Um, I didn't realize it was going to be quite such a such a long thing. I don't think I would have. Uh, I don't think I, <laughs> I don't think I would. Well, we gave them an idea of what to expect. Yeah, we probably just turned a lot of people off from taking that survey. Um, <clears throat> so, go check that out. Uh, just put the link in our chat room, and they're also. Uh, the link will be in our show notes, which is infectionpodcast.com. Now, that's not the only news from ARC. Um, we showed a trailer a couple of months ago for Genesis, which yeah. w was kind of out of the blue. They just were like, this was after Atlas was out and they started doing more ARC work. And then all of a sudden there was just this new random trailer it was Genesis, very sci-fi, lots of bright, uh, bright blue lights and, and things like that. So over the past couple of days, they have released a bunch of trailers for Genesis, um, yeah. which is going to be their next expansion. There was only supposed to be three, and now they're doing Genesis, which is... It's going to be in two parts. A two-part thing. It's going to be its own season pass, so it's totally independent from like their season pass one, which is aberration extinction and scorched earth. Then their season pass two, which is going to be Genesis one, Genesis two. Um, and that's how those systems are going to break down. So they released a, uh, a bunch of videos for some new things that they are, uh, that, that they're going to have in Genesis. And there were, they were short videos. So I edited them all together. Um, and there's little intros before all of them that describes what they are. So this is some, teasers for the upcoming Arc Genesis.
now, Brian, I got to be honest with you. Watching this mm -hmm. has got me hyped for Ark. That is some of the coolest shit I've seen in a long time from a video game. Now, I understand. We talked about this, what, two weeks ago? I understand trailers. Yeah. I get it. Totally understand. But um, what we just saw was just a kind of a collaboration of a bunch of the things that they released this week, including a bunch of new dinosaurs, some new, like, weird spider-looking octopus thing that climbs through trees Attached to your back and fly around with it. i have no, no idea what that thing is um this kind of like uh guided missile thing that you control kind of like a fort the fortnite missile that you can uh that you can drive um i there's just a lot of stuff um this genesis is for all intents and purposes going to be a completely different game like this is practically yeah. arc two right is that a safe safe thing to say um I don't know. It still feels a lot like Ark. I don't know what they would do with Ark 2, though. But that's what I'm saying. This Maybe. is as... this Unlike Scorch Earth and Aberrations, those were more maps... More like maps. ...with d dinosaurs and new kind of creatures. This seems the to be... The last one had a lot of new stuff in it. Yeah. I mean, as far as... They, uh, they added a lot more dinosaur variations, where the second one was just more of variations on pre-existing. The last one seemed to have had more new and unique creatures yeah and it looks like this one they're kind of doing the same thing they're they're making some things that you haven't really seen yet yeah i um i like um i just i really like i really like those trailers it, it really got me hyped for genesis um I, I i haven't bought any of the arc dlc i only own the base game which is the island um uh, mm -hmm. but i think about this one thing that I, one thing between, so speaking of the original, one thing that I think is a big difference that I think they got away from and maybe people don't like so much, but one thing I liked about the island is it didn't have all these layers. Uh, in the ex yeah. expansions, they kept doing all these layers where you're just, you, it, it's hard to traverse because you get into this cave network or you get to where there's, it's hard to find someone. I think they got a little bit carried away and we'll see what they do with this or if they give you enough options to really travel around it. But these new ones, they, they I didn't enjoy the maps. They just didn't feel the same as the original map. Uh, and I think it's because they try to put so much complexity into it. I think it took away a little bit from the game. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, so that's um, that's uh the teasers for genesis and uh i don't we don't have a date on that we have no idea when that's coming out but um it's something to look forward to right yeah and i think we both no point in even knowing a date because they'll be late on it anyways i don't think there's been a single expansion that actually hit on time so i'm Fact. not really worried about whatever uh, date <laughs> yeah that's it jd says december so january it is how about March? Um, Maybe. So uh, yeah, that uh, that looks cool. I, lo I look forward to that. Hopefully, coming out. Uh, and they did put out two smaller patches this past week. Okay. So October 29th, they fixed an exploit and they fixed issues with spawning and overspawn in relation to that fear evolved event they did for Which Halloween. Is the Halloween event, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then 300.6 they put out today, and this one was adding some explorer notes for the genesis chronicles so they added the hln-a explorer notes 6 through 10 
And then they added corrupted avatar boots and pants for Genesis Chronicles. So they're starting to add, because these things are all going to be connected, I'm sure, where you kind of move things around like you've done with all these other ones. You can move items between the different worlds. So I think they're kind of bringing things into the base arc. Uh, so you'll start seeing various items that will be in Genesis showing up. Yeah. I, uh... And that's pretty much it. So, and of course, we always know that when they're working on expansions and things, you just don't see, they don't put out a lot of base content or patches to the regular. Seem to be putting everything into the new one. Yeah. Um, so a lot to look forward to um, from uh, from the folks over at Ark, which is good. Uh, solid yep. game. Lots of players still. Everything uh, Everything's going good with them. Well, one, one of their products that aren't having solid numbers <laughs> is Atlas. And, good uh, foreshadow. Last, yeah. So previously it was 400.62. Uh, their current patch is 401.5. And so uh, they, they put out a bunch of fixes. Um, I don't really see... I don't really see anything worth mentioning here. Uh, they're just tweaking uh, settings and making it so that things work a little bit better, but no new real content. So I don't think we really need to go over each thing individually. All right. I mean, like, for instance, here's, I'll just read one. Disabled claim flag height limit on PVE servers. I mean, that's stuff like that that I'm sure nobody cares about. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Anyways, that's Atlas. Cool. Hopefully, hopefully they'll put out some content soon. All right, um, let's talk about um, let's. You want to talk about some uh, survival stuff or do some more general gaming stuff now? Uh, let's talk about a Discord thing really quick. Okay, uh, because there's been some current concern about Discord being abused to spread malware and then uh, people getting data out of it as well. And one thing, uh, Judd, he had mentioned that. He had used one of the uh, proof of concepts and found it pretty easy to actually get take over someone's account or huh. you know, pretty much imitate their account inside of Discord. And I think this is can be an issue. I mean, for instance, I run a Discord server. You know, for my YouTube channel, we have our infection Discord. Uh, if certain accounts were were not even necessarily taken over. But if they were able to mimic those accounts, there's a lot of stuff they could do. They could kick everybody. They could, you know, mess with the channels. Uh, if and this is where a lot of people and companies, gaming companies, developers, have made this their, they're kind of like their forum. It's the the point of communication with yeah. the developers and with the company. And so I think that Discord has to take that pretty seriously, and really focus on making sure that discord is safe because people have gotten rid of a lot of companies have gotten rid of their forums they have gotten rid of other methods of chat uh, and it's solely in this so i think that they're gonna have to uh first of all there's only so much you can do to limit someone from sending someone else a file you know if you or a link yeah hey click on this yeah, link I mean, if you, what this happened in, with uh, with uh Google Plus and Hangouts early on. Uh, there are a lot of people who figured out, well, you can get almost anybody to click a link. Oh, you yeah. say it's an image or, hey, check out this picture. Uh, and then it's harvesting IP addresses. So it'll get an IP address and then you just DDoS somebody off and it kicks them out of the, the channel. You know, that was a silly game they would do. But 
there's other things you can do where you can make a public link. They show here, you know, for like calc.exe, it's an exe file. Well, you can share that. It, it You have to be smart enough to know you don't just run an exe file from a random person on the internet. Yeah. Uh, it's just like email. <laughs> it's just like downloading <clears throat> something off of a website. How much of this is really Discord's issue versus you're just dealing with general, sometimes not highly knowledgeable populace on the internet? Yeah, that's that's what I took away from reading this. Now, there were some legitimate claims of, you know, there were some things that Discord could do to tighten down the hatches a little bit. But mm -hmm. as as I read through this, you know, a lot of things like, oh, <clears throat> you know, oh, that you're allowing you're allowing, uh, you know, ransomware to be uploaded. I mean, Discord, you're they want them you're expecting to, AV they to be want doing them to the virus scan every single... You want them running upload. semantic endpoint on your computer to you know, scan through every file? I mean, a lot of this stuff is best practices. Don't click links from yeah. people you don't know. Don't click on random bit.ly links, uh, you know, that are... Um, uh, yeah, you know, just from random. I mean, I we get them actually. I get them all the time. I'll get links from random people, and I look at what Discord I'm in with them. It's some random game, like a community I'm not involved yeah. in. Guess what I do? I don't click the link. Yeah, just ignore it. And this is one thing they could do is just very clearly put a notice up there that says because this happens all the time with a lot of services. This is a a file from that could possibly be a virus. Uh, open it at your own risk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll still have people that are, oh, I didn't, I didn't know, and they'll still click it. Yeah, but hey, whatever, that's life. Yeah, I just, I, I like bleeping computer where this was. I actually really like their news, but this article is bullshit. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Discord, I mean, there are issues, there are some issues, but the things that they're pointing out, like are the headline, silly. Discord as a malware hosting and distribution service. You can make that argument about because, Google Drive. You can make that argument about yeah. any service that allows a Google Drive will let you upload anything to it. Now it will it yep. will say, "Hey, this file might have an issue, but you can host anything. You could host anything on Google Drive. So you can Google yep. Drive is a malware hosting system. Mega.com is a malware hosting system. All of these. Well, services. And the, their their complaint <clears throat> is the fact that you upload something to Discord to send to somebody, and anyone can click that link and use it as a way to download a file. Yeah, that's so, that might be the, an issue. But that's the thing is the exact same thing as Google Drive and all these other things. Anywhere that you can upload a file and it lets you link to it, not just inside of the application. application yeah. Uh doesn't mean that it's a malware distribution center. It's it it that has nothing to do with with that. That's like saying mega upload. Google Ooh. Drive. Yeah, Google <laughs> Drive is a malware distribution center. No, actually it's a file hosting service where people could possibly upload something that would be dangerous to your computer as well as Just like images Discord. and other things like uh, our uh, 251 weeks worth of show notes for a podcast. All of our show notes are on Google drive. It's just, it's asinine. And I really do like believing yep. computer. I'm very disappointed that this, that they wrote this article in the way they did. And yeah, I'm no, I you know, I'm no discord shill, but this article, it's just, it's just stupid. It's just, it's just it's sensationalism. I, th yeah. I think they're trying to, they're, trying to make it a bigger deal than it really is i mean you could write an article about the general how in general uh any service that does this type of thing could be a risk or could be abused 
but that what are you going to say? Well, we don't want any kind of public file sharing sites, any way to actually distribute files outside of a closed service. Yeah. Um, so l- later down in the article here, it does say the good news is that Discord does perform some sort of file scanning or blocking for malicious files. When I tried uploading a sample of the Dark Comet Rat, I don't know what that is, um, with 65 detections on VirusTotal.com, Discord would not allow me to upload the file. So it sent a message back and said, hey, it looks like the file you've uh, tried to upload might be a virus. Instead of cooking up trouble, try cooking up a dish, and it, sh- and it sent a link to a recipe for some spinach parmesan thing. Um, <clears throat> nice. So... They are doing some stuff. Now, there's some issues with their web hooks and some things with their API um, that I'm hope, hopefully they will work on. Um, but I, I didn't I didn't appreciate this article. I thought it was very misleading, yeah. and very biased. Yeah. And I, I don't know what their whole point of other than they want to get clicks because they're picking a service that a lot of people use and trying to create an article that you know, gets, oh, ooh, I need to be careful. I've used Discord, so I need to read this article and it's going to get people going to their website so they can get ad revenue. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Speaking, I actually read a good article on Bleeping Computer today. Did you see the new version of Malwarebytes? No, totally new UI. Looks totally different. Looks like spyware, but it is the same good old Malwarebytes. So, Malwarebytes. Looks like spyware. It does, dude. It's like the, the you know how like, you know how spyware's got like that, uh, I'll, I'll uh, you know, the, I'll uh, summon my inner Alex Jones like the oh we're so friendly. You know, how the spyware's got like the yeah. oh we're so friendly UI. That's what Malwarebytes looks like now. Like the UI is way too user friendly and way too explanatory to be to be good software. It doesn't look like a tool it anymore. Like ADW Cleaner looks like a fantastic piece. CC C Cleaner, fantastic. Terrible UI, terrible instructions. But if you know how to use That's it, how you know it's good. Exactly. This new Malwarebytes. Too clean, too user friendly. That's a tip from Nick, the IT guy. Tune in every week for helpful tips. How to right judge here. if software is safe? Does it look horrible? Oh, I'm safe. friendly. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, check it out. Malwarebytes 4.0. And um, <laughs> by the way, believingcomputer.com is a good website. It really is. If you're yeah. interested in like exploits and things like that and malicious stuff, like this new, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Windows. Uh, uh, Windows Blue Blue Script or whatever it is the new WannaCry uh, encryption that's running rampant right now. Bleeping yeah. computers is a good site for that. You want to do a tech podcast? You want to talk about technology the rest of the show? I could do that. No, that's all right. Okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. It's fine. Okay. Um, we'll, so, we'll get to it later. Yeah. Interesting. So interesting article Blue over Keep there. Is the, by the way, Blue Keep. The yes, that Windows Blue Keep. Yeah. Um, I bet you hadn't heard about Blue Keep yet. I had. I'm the one who just told you about it. I just told. I corrected you on the name. Yeah, but my. Yeah, but you just looked it up. No. I knew about it before you. Um, okay. So, hey, there's a, a speaking of uh, things that I we only sh- write software now. I don't have to fix things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I only fix the shit that you're incorrectly making for the end user. Um, <laughs> so, hey, there's an, uh, an update here from our favorite uh, shills. Uh, or excuse me. We're, we're the favorite shills for them. Epic Games. Um, this is their October feature update that they released at the end of October. Um, so they've yep. got the new storefront, which which we looked at. We've looked at a couple weeks ago. Um <clears throat> And there's still not that many games on it, so the storefront's kind of lame because three ninety-five percent of the games I just have no interest in. Um, they've launched our checkout overlay with the partners over at uh, Jaeger um, or Jaeger, 
which is a competitive quest uh, in their competitive quest shooter, The Cycle. The new checkout overlays allows game to use our payment platform from within the game. So buying DLC, buying um, packs is what they're showing on this. Buying in-game currency will, can be purchased through Epic's payment processor system. So developers don't have to host that themselves. That's good. Um, and they show some screenshots on how that works. Uh, they've optimized the storefront. Um, 3D Secure is a um, is stuff that they're putting in for European users. Um, requirements for the strong consumer, uh, strong customer authentication, the SCA system, um, and then they've added Thai support for uh, for languages. Now, in progress, things that they're working on is a wish list, a up, an updated library grid view, critic reviews from Open Critic. Oh, that's freaking useful. Um, so, what do you think though that compared to how <clears throat> Steam does it? You, I would. It's just really. It's kind they, of a, they're both uh, they're both terrible. Um, yeah, you know, the fact that I'm supposed to believe gaming blogs like Kotaku, you know, who the the the, the publishers that they are are fighting back again. The the publishers are calling out their bosses on social media. You know, the fact that I would trust a game recommendation from those people um, is bad. Now, agreed. On the flip side, Steam um, for the reviews. Their reviews are kind of crazy. People just leave terrible reviews. There's not a good system or for the, reviews. Or they leave, they, they just do jokes for yeah. reviews. Like they're just 10 out of 10 games sucked, you know, and they'd leave a five star review saying the game is terrible just to be a troll. Um, so I'm personally, I don't buy video games based on reviews I read from people. I buy them from people I know, reviews I hear from people, podcasts, you know, yeah. somebody I trust, it's something like that. So, I don't. I really could care less about that, but it is interesting that they're going to be using uh, the Open Critic score to uh, to put that on there as, as a gaming review. So, uh, I mean, at least and they may decide to change that later as far as adding also more services. purchasers reviews yeah. and yeah, but that's at least on there. Kind of like, <laughs> hey, here's what generally is said on across various sites in a concise and it's a. I mean, it's a little box that. They're all, it's easy. You can jump through and see a number of different places, reviews and see what, you know, five out of five, four out of four, four out of five. Yeah. So we'll see. Yes, sir. All right. Um, so that is, uh, that is Epic. And they did do, uh, for the people that are into game development, uh, on the first Tuesday of every month in the Epic's, uh, marketplace, which is the unreal marketplace part of it, they do free assets so oh. if you haven't gone make sure you go and today they released five new assets on there and they do that every month so if you're interested in game development make sure you go every month and they've done some really good assets this month for instance they ballistics fx an excellent package normally a hundred dollars i mean i purchased it on sale i think for like 50 bucks it's free so Damn. things things like that really good uh and it's free forever, so you go get it, and it's just like as if you had purchased it. Um, PH makes a good point. He says, I think reviews are pretty dead anyway. Most people now watch YouTube videos or Twitch streams. So that, yeah, that that's, that, I think that's probably pretty accurate. I mean, I know personally for us, we have sold a whole bunch of copies of a whole bunch of different games based on our our recommendations, and I do not, I, I cannot tell you the last time I bought a, I, I've never purchased a game based on an online review I've read. Yeah solely i've never been like oh that game's got good reviews on steam let me buy it never it's never happened yeah and i don't know anybody that does i mean you own like 
100,000 games. You ever purchased any of them based on just reading through reviews on Steam? No. I just can't. Not Steam's reviews. No way. I know better than that. (laughs) It's the same thing with Amazon. Do you buy a product specifically based on the Amazon reviews? No. Yeah, actually, I do. I'll go through and read the reviews Hmm. on Amazon because I look at what problems people had with them. I look at the pictures of when they received it because people take pictures of what they received. Uh, and so that is something I'm not that saying that do. the reviews aren't helpful, but, but, but sometimes I will pick between yeah. uh, and the review oh, yeah. is what tells me, which I don't go shopping and say, Oh, this one's got the, I'm looking for something specific exactly. and then I use a review to tell me which one variation of it I'm going to get. And, and, and I think with gaming, it's kind of the opposite, right? I don't think anybody's like, Oh, I, I think I'm going to buy arc. Let me go and it's see what all the based off of friends and, exactly. and hype and everything else, not the reviews. Exactly. So I um, did have something funny happen this past week. Okay. Uh, actually, ha, have ha, ha, somebody ha, ha. that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I had a developer who makes assets contact me, and he said that somebody is um, sending out. He he received an email that said it had my picture, talked about my YouTube channel, and it said I would like to have a copy of your asset to be able to read in some Russian email address. <laughs> so they're they're spamming and pretending to be me. And he says, Hey, if you want a copy of my asset, you can have it. And I said, well, that wasn't me. I said, you know, you can give it to me if you'd like. But I thought it was. Did he funny. send you a copy of the email? Yeah, he said he. Yeah, actually, he did. Um, wow. Let me see if I have a, I can get a link here. But it looked it had my picture. That is it had everything. That is. Ne- I. I don't want to do the show with you anymore. I thought I was kind of a big deal. Nobody has ever stolen my identity to get free stuff. Wow. That really just took me down to a whole new low. Are you all right with with opening a Discord link or a Discord image? Yeah, I mean, who cares? What's it, what are they going to do? What are you going to do? Hack me? <laughs> all right, I'll send it to you in Skype. Perfect. Oh yeah, another file sharing service. So it and the thing <coughs> is, yeah. So whoa, can, can you please provide me your project game menu system so I can shoot a video of integrating this game? I would be grateful if you agree. My channel. Damn. Yeah. So I was like, no, that. And then look at the email address. It's ghack20 at gmail.com. And he didn't even get my name on there right. Like, if the guy goes to my channel, it says my name. It's not Boise Uh, Computer Service? Oh, wait. He spelled your name wrong. Oh, is there more? Oh, I have to scroll down. No, it doesn't say your name on this. Wow. That's like my old link. So you could tell he's not. Because it's porch slash. That's my user. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But that's not the name of my channel. See Brian Aldridge. Yeah. Yeah. Because wow. I think he changed it so that it, because otherwise it would use my name. And I don't know why he just didn't put my name in his address. But, Brian oh well. is part of the Russian bot army. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We have to cut ties, Brian. It's been, it's been a good run. Damn. Yeah. Dude. <sighs> That takes me down to a whole. You, you don't realize how to. Dep- I might as well just go jump off a bridge. I'm sorry. That is the whole new low. This that wasn't the point of it. Somebody <laughs> is pretending to be you to get free stuff. <sighs> yeah. Tell well, what, I, I, mean, th- uh, I need. I told me because he he actually got on, he went came on there and he contacted me and he said, "Hey, do you want to? You know, if you want a copy, let you know. Let, and this is a it's a well known developer, so." I need to start asking for things. That's what I need to start doing. Wow. Just email everybody. Be, have the real, but then, yeah, it'll, I'll be the real one actually asking. But I don't have time for all that. Well, that's exciting. 
Good for you, Brian. Yeah. All right. Anyways, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Speaking about hacking and really like interesting. That. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. So, uh, Fallout seventy six. Your me. favorite it's all, game? It's all meaningless. It does, none of it matters anymore. <laughs> You're important, Nick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have value. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all, all right. right. Um, yeah, speaking so, of the exciting things, Fallout 76, <laughs> let's talk. Uh, by the way, I got a <laughs> firebomb. You're not helping this conversation. No, um, le no I, let me tell you this. I got, I did get a nice comment this week. I got a nice yes. comment based on the cover art for last week's episode, which is, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be a baby, but I will. You know, this is not, I, you know, I put a decent amount of time into this and the, uh, there's small little icons on YouTube, right? And nobody really sees them. But I did get a comment, uh, a Discord message from one of our listeners that said he really appreciated this as our as our cover art, which is the Fallout 76 <laughs> guy with his thumbs down and a literal heaping pile of garbage on fire with the Fallout 76 <laughs> logo. I got, I really appreciated good. that. I, yeah, I that thought is... it was pretty good too, but people only see it like it's, I mean, you know what a YouTube thumbnail is? Most people don't look at the thumbnails. So yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah, thought well, that was good. Yeah, it was a <laughs> well, and that that fits perfectly with the news that came out. You were, you by the way, that search you would not believe how long it took me to find a decent resolution picture of a literal dumpster on fire. Incredibly complicated. So many like weird aspect ratio pictures. I put, yeah, I do it for you folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure you could repeat that this week because Just the Zenimax same cover art. <laughs> <laughs> is now giving refunds to consumers what for Fallout 76. Um, I think that is that their distribution. So this is the company Zenimax. It's in Europe. So they've Zenimax Media Inc., Zenimax Europe Limited, and then Australia. Uh, I think that they're distributors. It's, or the, have it's, the, holding, with the, it's the holding company for uh, uh, for them. For it. Is yeah. it for them? Bethesda, yeah. So there was some, they said that they misled consumers Dang. in their guarantee rights. And so now they have to, uh, now they have to allow for refunds of Fallout 76. Is this and so, just in Australia though? Uh, so it says that between November 24th and June 1st, so they'll offer refunds for consumers who contacted them. So if you oh, contacted them between didn't. that time. Then you will be able to get a refund. Huh. Uh, but the thing is, is if you accept the refund, you will no longer be entitled to access and play the game. Oh, okay. So I guess that's fine. Hmm. But this was an Australian consumer law. Gotcha. Uh, that, that did this. So, so. so this is an Australian only thing. A the ACCC has accepted a court enforceable undertaking. Gotcha. Hmm. Yep. So. Damn. So I guess they're, yeah, I, I'd be interested to know more about like what exactly it was that they feel like they misled for. I mean, they said they misrepresented um, because they said the retailers must ensure their refunds and return policies do not misrepresent, misrepresent what the Australian consumer law provides. So uh, they said when a consumer buys a product, it, it comes with an automatic consumer guarantee. And that's under that law. Gotcha. So, so there, some people are going to be getting refunds for Fallout 76. And as you're showing on the screen, a literal dumpster fire. Damn it. I wish I didn't do this last week. <laughs> I, I can save it again. 
Yeah, there you go. You can put ver- version two. Tell you what, man, not good. Very sad that this is from Bethesda. Very, very sad for yeah. as b- big of a company as they are. I love Fallout series so much. <laughs> I have not been tempted whatsoever to purchase this Fallout 76. I'm just not even tempted whatsoever, which is sad because I love the story. Yeah, I know a lot of people that are in that same boat. I do want to say hello to our friend uh, Gilbert Davis over on YouTube. He uh, saying uh, a humble brag in, in reference to our previous conversation. Hello, yeah. hope, hope you're doing well. Appreciate you joining us here live. Uh, little, little, we're a little late on our live show, um, but really normal, normal two-hour show. Speaking of a normal two-hour show, Brian, we didn't do a yeah. game giveaway yet. We probably need to Ooh, uh, probably need to go ahead and get, I the, will. get that me, up. Yeah, go, let me get that start pulling up. <clears throat> All right, um, let's talk about this. Is something we wanted to talk about last week, and just with the crazy amount of news, you just didn't have a chance to get to it. Was uh, Astroneer now? I'd heard about Astroneer in the past um, and you know, seen a whole bunch of people t- play it and talk about it, but not until we were actually at PAX this year did I actually get hands-on with it and talk with the developers. Um, and yeah. they put an update out uh, this. It was on October 24th. It was called the Groundwork Update, um, which was a literal and a physical and a, and a, a literal uh, thing and a, you know, a whatever for, for groundwork. They literally worked on the ground, but they're also... You know, it's, I think it's a good thing. They're saying they're laying the groundwork uh, for the rest of the game. So um, the up the, the following updates have been made to the game. Um, <clears throat> the medium canister is um, is printed on small canister. The resource cost is one plastic, one glass, and the byte cost is twenty five hundred bytes. Uh, vehicle in air stabilization, stabilization and manual controls. The rover automatically self-corrects their rotation when airborne and are much less prone to flipping over now. You can now manually adjust the pitch and the yaw and roll of rovers while airborne using the uh, WASD and the left joystick if you're on a controller. And controls over the yaw and roll can be toggled in the option menu. So if you want to be able to do that stuff, you can turn it on and off. Uh, Drill controls. They've been completely overhauled to be consistent with the current terrain tool cursor. Uh, remains visible when obscured, more clearly displays the vertical tilt of the camera, displays the slope of the rover, rover relative to the ground plane, displays the amount of available soil, and multiple improvements to feel and responsiveness. For the um, small uh, trumpet horn, the resource cost for that is one plastic, the bite cost is a thousand. For the medium buggy horn, the resource cost is one plastic, one rubber, the bite cost is 2,000 bites, and the large fog horn. The resource cost for that is one plastic, one rubber, one steel, with a bite cost of four thousand. Um, and you need a medium printer for that, small printer for the medium, and a back. You can just craft the small trumpet horn in a backpack. So that is uh, that is the groundwork update. Um, some things that they're working on, and this is available um, on uh, PC and on the uh, consoles uh, and Windows 10 as well. So. Uh, yeah, check that out. Cool stuff from the folks over at Astroneer. They're, uh, they're doing a lot to, uh, kind of do some, you know, TLC of the game. Yeah. And they, that's the thing is that game has a lot to it. I mean, it is, it's one of those kind of like arc where you can just go and do stuff and have fun and just hours and hours of, of gameplay and you can make things you can explore. So, uh, check it out. And we do, as we had, we did some hands-on while we were at PAX and it was a lot of fun. So, and I'm sure it'll be on sale if it's not on sale right now. So check it out on your stores and look for it. Wishlist yeah. it if you need to. Yes. Not on Epic, but on Steam, you can at least wishlist it. 
Um, yeah. Hey, I want to say hello to our friend Evilness FPS. He is uh, greeting us from Germany. What time is it in Germany right now, Brian? Let's see. It's what like time? Seven or eight hours ahead of me. So Germany. probably five hours ahead of you. It is two fifty-one in the a.m. in Germany, Oof. and he is joining us here live. We appreciate your. Now I'll tell you what: if you're in North America right now and you're bitching and complaining about the time, oh yeah, of the there's show, the time change too. There's so. a time change too. No excuse. Evilness FPS is joining us three a.m. PHVCK is joining us. It's probably close to three a.m. there too. Hey, appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Um, I thought PH was in China. <laughs> okay, so it's what the next day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's or Russia. He's a troll. Um, uh, what a what a what do we have here for our game giveaway, Brian? All right, so I'm going to give away a copy of the Adventure Pals, and this right. is currently fifteen dollars on Steam. Uh, this is a adventure action indie RPG platformer. So there's a link to it if you'd like to enter for it. It's got very positive ratings. Came out here last year. So if you're interested in that exclamation point giveaway, and we'll give that away before the end of the show. Absolutely. We are here live every Tuesday, right around seven o'clock Eastern. Our start time might fluctuate here and there every couple of weeks, depending on uh, schedules and whatnot. But nevertheless, we're here live every Tuesday, a, uh, a new program. We're streaming live on Twitch, YouTube, and everybody's favorite. They're not paying us mixer. Uh, we're here live for about two hours. The show can also be uh, downloaded on our website via audio and watched on YouTube um for the uh, full video version of the show so hopefully you'll uh we gotta we gotta tell we gotta tell people to tell your friends that's you know that's kind of that's kind of the thing here infect your friends that was our great catch oh, yeah. we were going to use back in the day infect your friends that's uh yes <coughs> always something that we thought i'm sure there's a term. lot of things there's a lot of different ways people could go with that yeah, lots of different ways that we can go with that so <laughs> um so yeah hopefully you'll join us and uh if you know uh, other people that are interested in these topics send them a link let them know. So how about now Call of Duty? There's some news for that. Yeah, what's going on? We have been playing a little bit. Uh, there was a leak about some maps. Oh, yeah. Uh, because of the PC version, people are able to dig a little bit more into the files than they normally would on uh, on a console. And they'd gone in there and pretty much found 38 more maps, according to the files, that they're going to be adding to this latest Call of Duty. Uh, so five different ones on gunfight mode and then a pretty long list for six versus six and 10 versus 10. Uh, one more ground war and then an other, which is a gun course and a marksman range. So those will be things that they'll be adding. At least those are ones that are in the files and we'll see if they actually all make it, but those are ones that you would expect to see. And if you want to see that list, we will have in the show notes. You can go, I mean, their names like port Oasis. Some of them are, I think previous uh, Brian, remakes maybe. You don't previous. even know. Rust is on know. this list. Shipment yeah. is on this list. I mean, these are some of the cornerstone, cornerstone maps of Call of Duty. I mean, Rust, bro, have you ever challenged somebody to a 1v1 intervention sniper final kill 360 no scope on Rust and MW2? Definitely not. Bro, you can't even... You, you, you can't even hang until you challenge somebody to a one v one on Rust. You can't even hang until you've challenged somebody to that. It's 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 well, you'll be able can't. to do it, relive that all over again. Like you think the fight at Pax, like oh, fight me at Pax? No, no, one v one me on Rust. Three sixty no snopes. Three sixty no scope snipers. That was my middle school right there. That that act. <laughs> if you would be like, what did you do in middle school? That. 
360 no scope. Firebomb, Firebomb says, you're speaking a language Brian just doesn't know. Oh, it's got to get good. I just, I have no, I, it's a fun game, but I just have no. Got to get good. You got to get good. When you're in junior high, well, let's see, where was I at and you and you're in junior high? I was, I, I have no. Oh, we, we're doing the podcast. Okay, we're doing the podcast. Not too far off, actually. I was going to say, where was I? Oh, I was on, on, uh, hang, on Hangouts. Google Hangouts talking to Google Plus. Talking to little boys. Uh, um, so, yeah, cool, cool stuff. Uh, I hope what they do is a map rotation system. Um, instead, Call of Duty's typically had like. Instead of like the filter system. Well, they're doing not around. even that, but like. So Call of Duty's always had like five or eight base maps, and those are always on there. But this idea of maps coming and going off of that rotation. So like every couple yeah. weeks, the, the maps cycle through, hopefully keep it maybe a little bit more fresh. Uh, and keep yeah. you know, people coming back to the game, so it's not always the same thing. That would be that would be pretty cool. Well, I think having a lot of variation because we've I've seen people that are just like, oh, this map again, and I've had it where one map you'll have the same map one right after another because they just don't have enough variation right now. Yeah, they can only mix them up so much. So I think getting a lot in there uh, makes the game feel more fresh and less repetitive. So uh, yes, one sir. thing there, so there's been some con controversy about that uh, it was the the highway of death that's been in there in that we you had mentioned last week remember that oh this is there the was, uh, yeah this is the thing that the u.s did but they the, but then the they Russians put russia yeah, inside yeah. of mm -hmm. this uh and they're saying that according to the narrative director he's saying it has nothing to do with that it just has happens to have the same name be a similar massacre <laughs> but it has nothing to do <laughs> with the actual event that happened <laughs> this is something totally fresh and new uh, nothing related to the highway of death that actually situation happened. that actually happened that is almost identical to what happened in the game this is why we do not trust video game developers when they say things this is why we don't trust but, the guy from they, blizzard it has nothing to do this with this is the why we don't master, trust the guy from, whatsoever this is why we don't trust the guy from blizzard this is why we don't trust this guy who actually also works for blizzard they just don't trust them there's just no reason They're, but they said if you google highway of death you will find many research results that don't have to do highway with highway of death highway of death kuwait 1991 Okay, but you but they, if you go to page ten of your Google search results, uh, first of all, I'm using many Bing. results. I'm using Bing. Oh, Bing. I mean, it's pretty clear the highway of death is is, is pretty. It, it, it there's it doesn't seem to be mixed. There's a bunch of articles about modern warfare addressing the highway of death, but there's it's pretty clear what this is. Well, according to the creative director, what a jackass! It has nothing to do with the highway of death. I'm, that happened in real life. Okay, okay. So I just thought I would mention that. He very clearly said it has nothing to do with it. Just the same name, same instance, same situation. Always believe, always believe your game developers. They've never misled you in the past. Yeah. PSA always from, honest. A PSA from Nick in the Infection Podcast. Um, yeah. So uh, good stuff from Call of Duty. I hope that they figure that map cycle thing out. I'd really, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, so okay, No Man's Sky. Since we talked about depressing things yeah when your favorite games fallout 76 we'll not talk about the one that i purchased i think i think you had gotten fallout 76 and i'd gotten no man's sky or something like uh, that. actually no i own no man's sky you don't i, I, bought, own, I own no man's yeah sky. but i bought it originally uh, oh yeah i got it afterwards yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. when it, when it was good <laughs> yeah okay uh so they put out their so they remember they did the beyond update uh and now they've done update three for that 
And so uh, this would be patch 2.15, which releases on all platforms. Uh, they have weekend missions that they've added. Um, and then also featured bases. So you can go on there and go check out some people's pretty cool bases that teleport you over there. Um, they have a community spotlight. You can go on there and see biggest screenshots and graphics and things that people have made. Uh, and of course, the development update. They've been adding features, uh, for instance, the teleporter you can do to get to the feature base. There's just a lot of things they added for, for this. Lots of fixes in there. Uh, the graphics are beautiful. I don't know, Nick. You'll, someday you're going to have to try this again. I, I know have that tried it again. I, I did. I recently still didn't like it. It's not that I didn't like it. I just I, I didn't want to play it. The hype is gone. It's not that it was, I just I had no reason. I didn't want to play it. Yeah. Let me tell I, you. Hold on. I, I mean, I can tell you right now. When the last time I played it was it it wasn't it was after they'd done uh, their series of updates was the last time I played it I, I'm retarded and can't find it it's like a couple months ago three months ago maybe four months I ago. played it I played it August of 2018 which was after they had done their big updates their beyond update yes. or, which are, what, what was it it wasn't beyond it was I don't remember what it was called I don't whatever it was called <laughs> uh yeah I mean it's they've made it they've pretty much are now at the game that they promised i think originally yeah but i don't right i would not have bought the game today i bought the game back in 2016 that's what i wanted yeah. right I, 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 that that's that's i think you it. played it what in next i think it was was it the next patch that Probably. you did maybe i think that was the big one that kind of started fixing everything now they done, have done beyond which is their latest set and it it is it very much the game that I remember them promising. I think it's become that game, but of course, it took them a couple of years to get to that point. Yeah, you know, and and all that hype that they had built up around this. Which, how many times have we seen all this hype fail and and not result in the game that was promised? Uh, I think that a lot of times these development studios. Now he didn't help at all. He he fanned the flames of this. When he went up there and said, you could do this. Whenever you hear a developer say, you could, that doesn't mean that they will. Or, you know, given enough resources, yes, you could. But obviously, they didn't have enough resources to pull it off the first time. Now they've gone and actually done these things. So, yes, you could. But they maybe he should have been honest and said, you know what, but it'll take us a couple of years to get there. Because people were expecting that day one when they released, and they weren't able to pull it off in that time frame. I was interested in different a different game in 2016 that I'm interested in practically 2020. Yeah. I'm in a totally too many games out too. I'm in a totally different spot. It what I, and what I'm playing, what I'm interested what in. What you have time to play for? Play, yeah, I mean, I think a lot more right now, like with you and I, because of our limited amount of time, shorter, faster games that aren't big open world, open ended, spend four or five hours every day doing something. I think that that is more where we're at right now. Yeah, now I mean, there are people that are into that, but I think a lot of people, everybody has pretty much jobs. If you want a job at this moment, you could probably go get, have a job. So uh, it's very different case five years ago. There are two different things. There are the, my first impression sucked. I don't want to play it anymore. Then there are, which mm -hmm. is valid. And a lot of people have, but then there's the other thing. And that's where I am, which is, Game looks fine. Game looks enjoyable. Game looks fun. I just am not interested in it. And that's, yeah. that's, that is personally where I am. I've only got 11 hours played in this game. That's not even scratching the surface of it. Yeah. 
And by the way, that ha 11 hours is probably split between original. The bad. Yeah. Actually, the, it's probably it more 60. It, it, it may be 70, 30, 60, 40 on the term and on the side of original. So I mainly have a couple of hours, three, four hours in the new game. I just, I'm just not interested anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's, I just that's don't, I just don't, I'm not interested in the space game like No Man's Sky. I just, I don't care. Same thing if you were well, to throw no, H1Z1 sure in front of me today. Elite Dangerous scratched mm -hmm. that itch, too. I mean, Elite Dangerous is a less cartoony version of But the point is, is I'm not really into those games anyway. But at the time yeah. when this game was coming out, there was a lot of hype. The you're vastness the hype of the world. Yeah, well, yeah, I was. The vastness of the world and the multiplayer and all that other stuff seemed really, really cool. I'm not somebody that's into space games. I'm not interested in investing a whole bunch of time to figure out the mechanics. I'm just not. And I've been very clear. I've been very consistent about that. So I'm sure it's a fine game. I'm sure people are interested in playing it. I could just care less. Yeah. And that's the same thing with me. I played it for a while, but I just don't have the time to sit there. And it's a huge world. It takes forever to do everything. Yep. I just don't have that time right now. So I need something faster paced. That's where games like Call of Duty are nice because I can go and play for half an hour and walk away from it. And I was able to complete and it's closed and done. I don't feel like I'm leaving anything halfway done. Yeah. Agreed. And I don't have to remember where I was at. That's one big problem with Elite Dangerous. I get back in and I feel so lost. It's like, well, what was I doing? That's how I feel about where? jumping back to Red Dead now. That's why I'll never finish it. That's exactly how I feel. And that's that's the problem is I had to play it all at once. And so from in my head, the story continued and I was able to keep it all together and have a continuous story for you. You probably, you know, you'll forget what was happening. Yeah, parts of the story it doesn't all add together. So I, I think that's the danger of a really long game is you just kind of lose the connections. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, well, we mentioned a little bit earlier, but the Darwin Project. Oh, yeah. Uh, they put out a patch. Well, they have to. Uh, and, well, they put out 1.21 1 uh, this past week. And may, one thing they did is they redid the whole main the menu system. So the main menu looks different. They simplified it. You know, you were talking about simplifying things. They made it to where there's a lot less going on. Uh, pretty much play, custom, and training for the main screen. Uh, you can go in there and you choose between solo, duo, director. They also have a dressing room, which just has, you can kind of pick out the outfits and skins and things that you have. Uh, they have been doing some updates to the back end, you know, mainly getting stability. Uh, they're removing the career profile stats and leaderboards uh, that they had in there. They're just kind of getting rid of all that extra stuff. They're doing a spectator experience on Twitch, just kind of trying to get it to where they're redoing how people see the spectators. You can click an inmate. For instance, on Twitch, you can have it to where people can vote and try to and heal a person in-game huh. from the Twitch interface. Cool stuff like that. So they've been going through and just making that look really nice. So uh, I haven't really seen a ton of people playing it, but I think, man, I think it's, it's a, a good game. I think it, a, a couple of different streamers just have to get on it. And it's a very interactive with the audience type of game. Yeah, it is. I. It's just hard. It's hard to convince them when these. this isn't what's going to make them money. The streamers go where the money is. <clears throat> yeah, rightfully and rightfully so. Yeah. And a lot of these, they're getting paid to stream certain games. And I doubt these guys are paying them to do anything. So. Yeah. 
but that's the Darwin Project. Cool. Uh, ROE, so Ring of Elysium, uh, they put out an update as well. And this is the 10.31. So this came out on Halloween. Uh, they did what, so I don't know why, but they added this on Halloween, um, you know, not a couple days before, which a lot of times companies will do that. They'll add it. So you have a couple days before Halloween to actually experience this, but they added a haunted house below ocean park. Um, the airdrop was a big pumpkin head with some effects. And then the grenades have been changed into little pumpkins. They have a daily check-in that goes until the 8th. So you still have a couple days to do that. You can really receive some of those Halloween skins. The store, they have a Halloween candy box that you can get that uh, has a chance of getting, you know, like an exclusive AK skin and various items. They have a Halloween party that goes through the 7th. Uh, and then and it has a daily task in the event center where you can get some reward, random rewards for that. Uh, they added a new character, uh, and that's Secure a Blood Fox. And then a list of bug fixes. So you still have some time. Uh, if so, if you haven't done the Halloween event, I guess the benefit of starting it on Halloween, they let it go for you know a week or so. So you actually have some chance to go in and still do that if you're to get on it staying tomorrow. Yeah, very cool. So um one other one they did, so that was the 31st. They did put out a patch <clears throat> on the first here. Uh, and mainly this is just a fix for an issue that probably the previous patch did they were getting some client-side errors so if you saw another little download that's what it was just one fix all right all right dead by daylight which we're playing for oh, game of the week yeah. now you say uh, we're you are mimi you're not either are you i am where are you where are you gonna be okay i am going to be throwing access for a work event i mean this guy social <clears throat> so let me understand this so you, me and the audience have been here, have been your rock five years. Mm -hmm. And you're going to use this first opportunity for game of the week. To just ignore us. Is that what I'm understanding? Is that what, is that, am I understanding you correctly? It's the work outing events. I got to get to know my coworkers, I guess. Okay, Brian. It's my first workout event. I, I'm working events. So I figured I better show up. All right, Brian. Whatever you say. I got to rub elbows <clears throat> with my bosses and things like that. That could get you in trouble. Check yeah. your sexual harassment policy. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try not to touch them. Yeah, for sure. Um, so they put out the <laughs> 3.3.1, they call it mid-chapter patch. Uh, they, first of all, <clears throat> updated Unreal Engine to 4.22 from 4.21, which you don't see a lot of developers or studios put that in their notes. Never. Uh, <laughs> you know, and they don't really say the specific things they're getting as a benefit, but they did do that. Uh, they added the archives, which we had talked about in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we showed that trail. That was the, that's kind of their library uh, system and their story lore system. Yes, uh, they've uh, they added tomes, which provide challenges to players to complete for blood points, rifts, uh, fragments, and the lore entries, which are stored. In the, there's a collection submenu. The rift is a new limited time reward system. They've added. Uh, new UI elements now available at the right of the lobby menu and tally screen to provide feedback regarding the archives. Uh, new currency, that's that rift, rift fragments they've added. Uh, so used to progress through tiers. Uh, and it, it says through tiers in an available rift in the archives. And then new cosmetic types, the charms, so you can get three and attach them to your waist or killer's hook. Uh, a killer can attach it to their hook in the environment 
And then they have added some things to the customization UI to be able to see those. They've done some balanced UI improvements. Mostly after that, it is fixes, tweaks to specific characters, bug fixes, uh, fixes for a number of the maps. This is actually a really big update. That's why I figured oh, it'd be a huge. good idea to, yeah. to play this one because they have, I know people have complained about you know how some of the dedicated servers have been performing. They have a lot of fixes for that. Uh, just a lot of a lot of changes and balances. It's just pages worth. So yeah. that should be a good experience. I'm sure they fix a lot of issues that people have been dealing with the last couple months. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, another thing that happened is Zira. They put they had their Halloween event, uh, and this was, I think it came out on Halloween. Uh, it goes through the seventh, so you still have two days to do that. Going for a week. Uh, they have some cosmetics items that you can get uh, that are Halloween themed. Uh, they have Halloween candy, which will heal 5%, uh, restores 10% food in a one cool. and a half second cooldown. They had a pumpkin hat, which is like a 20% head protection helmet. And the witch's hat, same thing, same amount of protection. Uh, they did disable the medical cooldown active pop-up. Um, one thing with the civilian bunkers, they've added a 10% chance of spawning either exploding or stalker humanoid in there so 60 40 chance currently um they've added the forward slash roll command in chat if you want to be able to maybe decide over loot you can roll to between one and 100 that's weird they well that's more of a uh mmo type of thing it is yeah and this isn't really but if you're dealing with loot but if you're dealing with loot and you're not we I in MMOs use this all the time. Yeah, so but it really depends on this whole world is PvP. Are you really gonna be like, oh who gets this shotgun? It'd be like, no, I was here first. Piss off. You <laughs> maybe should have added a rock, paper, scissors. No. Add a no. No, add you should have been quicker. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just go ahead and take it. Yeah, I mean uh no, but okay, but stop stop. Seriously. You, okay. You, we've played all these games. Mm -hmm. You distribute your, your loot. I mean, if you find a shot, if you have a th 40 shotguns on you and your teammates don't, you give them to your teammates. That's that's what I find kind of weird. Do you, this think, do you think they're going more for there's the possibility of having more rare items that seem to have a value to where it might create some contention if you don't have a way to honestly roll for them? Just don't tell them you have them. <laughs> but when you start shooting with that gun, they may notice. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that's kind of a weird system for a game like this. I think that it comes down to, though, if if they feel like they're going to have something that's rare that people would say, hey, you know, let's say they're doing that, those special events where you clear the, the compound. There's a loot that kind of distributes and falls all over the floor. And you say, hey, who's going to get that? Uh, roll is a very good way to do that. Uh, roll, whoever gets the highest number, they get it. Uh, and then there's no argument about it i just found that it, in a situation like that i think because the loot is sitting on the ground you've all been in that little area doing it and all of a sudden then it shows up uh i think that that might be a good way to deal with it i mean they could call it something else had not have it not be a one to 100 chance i i don't know i Flip just a coin I, anything i'm just thinking in any situation in any of these games you always if you find duplicate guns you always give them to your teammate. But there are some guns in there that 
when we played, we never saw. But my point is, if I find a really rare gun, I'm not giving it to anybody else. I'm not rolling it. That's what I'm saying. That This doesn't fit this style of game. Really, Brian, you're yeah. telling me you're going to, Mr. Looter, Super Looter Brian, you're going to go around and find a really rare gun and go, okay, Nick, roll and see if you get to keep it or if I get to keep it. Really? You no, see yourself I mean, playing like that? Not in this game. No, I, that's I what I said. I understand where you're coming from. It's just, in this I, game, I doesn't haven't make sense. seen that in this game. No, yeah, yeah. that's what's kind of weird. <clears throat> but kind of I, maybe it depends kind of where they're going. If there's more of a permanent looting system or maybe a permanent skin system, then it would more matter. Yeah. Okay. If you're if you're finding a skin in the world that you're you're treating it more like you raided that compound together, and then that's a rare item that's not that actually attaches to your account. Then, as a group, as a guild, as a clan, you may want to roll for it out of your group. Okay. Yeah, I can so see it. it. I can see where they might be going with it, but right now, in the standard how we've played games up to this point in this genre, <clears throat> we haven't seen it. Agreed. Well, cool um, stuff so, from zero. Yeah. Yep. Then you have a forward slash respawn command with no delay. It takes you right to the safe zone, which I'm assuming you don't. It can't be in combat doing that. You probably can. You probably it, just die. It respawn means you die. It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, so you drop all your items. So all your stuff will drop, and then yeah. you go straight to the. That, safe that zone. would be that would be the thought. Uh, and then they added things for the to the map, like for the Halloween event, and just a couple of fixes to that. So. That is zero. All right. Uh, let's take a look at, <clears throat> I mean, speaking of games that have a great future ahead of them, that's what kind of what we've been talking about this evening. Planet Side Arena. Brian, we've got an update for this. This is early we've access. been waiting for all month for <laughs> Update number five. I know you couldn't, you had a really crappy Halloween because update five wasn't out. Uh, here are some of the updates that they've added to this. They added Squad Quick Chat. Uh, v is the default key for that, and it brings up a menu to issue a voice command to your squad. So that's an in-game voice command, like go that way, or you know, a, a kind of a predefined system, not talking, a, like a, a command system in the game. Um, and they've also added a squad text chat feature. You press enter to bring up a window and chat with your squad. So fantastic. We can now communicate with our squad members. Improve the animations and <clears throat> origin for throwing grenades. Added a new animation for class abilities, utilities, and tools. Added a new visual model for the medic shield rechargeable deploy, uh, recharge deployable. That's the ability of the medic class. Um, increase the speed for the dis, uh, for the decimator rockets to make it a little bit easier to hit long range targets. So instead of predict, you know, it was so slow that you would aim at somebody and they'd be off the screen by the time it hit. So they've just sped that yeah. process up a little bit. Um, improved ballistic server validation. Now, ballistics are the hits, correct? The mechanics of the hit, which yeah. is exactly what I, my complaint was when I played this game. I did not feel like my hits were registering. Turns out, maybe they weren't. We should reduce instances of rejected shots or perceived hit registration issues. So... Yeah. I'm, I'm exactly. not just bad after all. Well, I am still bad. It's not the only issue. I mean, I, I was standing right in front of somebody and shot directly at them and did not get a hit marker. And this is no exaggeration. No, yeah. oh, I didn't get a hit marker. No, nothing. This, you don't die quickly in this game. You, you put a lot of bullets into somebody and I did not get a hit marker. So 
clearly there's a ser- there was a some sort of there are server validation issues between the for the ballistics that they're dealing with, um, which is in my opinion the most if, if that's not solved the game is unplayable. I mean you're talking well, about your why, hits not registering. Update five. I, I'm wondering how is when they I'm get, wondering how much this? of this is. I'm wondering about how much of this is from <clears throat> some of the code possibly they brought over from H1Z1 versus planet side i mean i don't remember these well, issues in planet side yeah i think because they're merging i think they tried to merge some of h1z1 some of planet side together and now they're having weird issues so it's not like they just took the planet side weapon system and brought it in there is kind of an h1z1 feel to the movement and some of the interactions on this game so i think that that's where they run into issues so that is unplayable you're talking yeah. about hello hits not registering and we noticed it right away instantly we played it four days yep. after the game came out yep Un- uh, unacceptable no wonder there's freaking 200 people playing the game yeah well and that's that's the thing is i i think i don't think they're expecting this to really take off they're going to be doing the new planet side right they're going to be doing another planet side planet side three yeah, who knows? Yeah, we wanted to talk about that last uh, week, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, in the last couple weeks. Yeah. I, Jesus, I don't know what Daybreak is. I mean, they're starting all the members. If you remember, they're starting up all those little child companies, which is going to cushion their successful products from their unsuccessful products and reduce the risk of a bad release like Planet Side Arena taking their whole development company into bankruptcy. Uh, so you'll, I, but the problem is you will start seeing that now successful titles can't carry on successful titles. Uh, so Planet Side Arena would just go bankrupt and go away, which maybe is what they want in the end. I don't understand how there is an issue with, I'm going to say it, with ballistics and hit registration. How has this not been? How is this not done? How is this not solved? How many developers do you think? Are how still there? many? This is this game didn't just come out. This game's been out for a month now, and this you is the first time we've seen it. Developers? I don't know you how think many. There's de- more than three developers. I don't. I don't care. They've done updates. This isn't their first update. This game's been out for a month. They've done five updates. This is the first time we've heard anything about this, and I noticed it the second I started playing the game. How is that yeah. acceptable? This is uncomprehendable. I'm just trying to think of like their their other updates though were very small. That's so, my point. First of all, this isn't they like, were tweet update number four. They tweak some of the like how many credits and nanites you get from from various bonus like events. Yeah, like yeah, that's great. Certain yeah. Number of people, fantastic. Nothing, but you can't, it, you can't kill it. Their number of game fixes were like six or seven. They had like six or seven actual fixes in the whole thing before that same thing like they're doing six or seven bug fixes per update when the game is very buggy it's unplayable if you don't have hit registration that works it is the most I mean, update important number 10 i think had 15 updates in it where but <laughs> n- not really big ones i, I just I, I don't think they have very many i don't think they have very many people still on staff anymore i think it's pretty much cleared out So you wonder why it's taking them so long. I bet you they only have a couple people still there. I can't fathom it. And you, and you know, you know how their work environment is. Yeah. I just, they, 
they've not been known to be incredibly hard workers. So. I, I, I don't I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to say. This is a fully released game that they delayed three times. Yep. And there was a known issue that I talked about day one that the hits are not registering and they have finally said that they're working on improvements. Unacceptable. Yeah. I, 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 I'm surprised they're still doing anything with it. What a shame. I mean, the, the game is still running. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't just say, hey, you know, we're going to pull this down. They, see how and they're claiming it's still alpha. Let me see how many people are playing right now. Let's, let's go over this. Planet side. Planet side arena. Let's take a look right now. If we scroll over to Steam DB, by the way, 45% of the reviews are positive. So 55 are negative. There are currently 22 people playing the game right now. Not even enough to fill a single game. I don't believe it starts until 30 players. So there's not even enough to play a game. 35 people is the 24-hour peak. And over why, the last, did they, why did they even bother put out an update? And over the five? last week, the maximum players was 70. 70 concurrent players on Saturday. 70. Yeah, I just I don't even know but why. But it's not surprising, Brian, because we tried to play and we couldn't shoot anything. Yeah. It's just not a pleasurable experience. Oh, it's, it's, and it was a weird vision. It wasn't... It's like they just brought together a couple different pieces of various games that they have and said, all right, here's the new game. Rather than drawing up a concept of here would be a fun thing to do, they just took part of Planetside and part of H1Z1 or Z1 Battle Royale, whatever, and mixed them together. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised that they're still even bothering to do updates. I, I, Unless they have one developer. I mean, they could have one developer and this is just what he happened to get done in the last couple of weeks. That is very possible as well. Damn. Because why would you pay three people to work on a game that let a peak of 75 people yeah. on a free-to-play game? Free-to-play, 75 people. That's crazy. Yeah, I just there, there's no point. So, All right. Uh, Unturned, they put out an update. Uh, 3.19.17.0. Uh, we always, I always talk about doors in games. It seems to always be a big issue we run into. Uh, but they uh, fixed some issues with animated colliders on doors. Hatches and shutters now have been disabled while playing the animation until nobody's overlapping them. So doors were causing an issue. Uh, uh, I will say. They were, this was causing an, a physics, physics exploit to happen. So I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I will point you back yes. to the episode artwork for episode 249 of Infection Podcast, where we did have a long doors. conversation doors, about doors. Doors, doors, doors. I don't mean I, to brag, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a predictor of the future. You knew doors would be a big thing in 2019. What can I say? So, uh, they did to also do some text contrast preferences. They go in there and make it so that you can have your text be more contrasted in the JSON file for preferences. Uh, they have a about dash validate uh, assets that you can do. You want to have it make sure that all your files are good. Uh, and then a bunch of fixes. I know that he is working on, he's not, you know, he's got people making maps, but he's working on an unturned that's in Unreal Engine. He's been working on this for a while. So I guess maybe it'll be unturned, unturned too. So I think a lot of his, he's not putting a ton of time into this. You know, he's doing fixes and 
helping people make sure that maps get put in and things, but he has been working on releasing an unturned in Unreal Engine. So uh, I think all at once you'll see a bunch of news about that once he has ready things ready to show. Yeah. But absolutely. that is unturned. All right. Cool stuff from them. Um, it's like we're winding down our list here. What else What else you want to cover here? Well, we got the Long Dark. Okay. Uh, they did their 1.62 hotfix, uh, mainly a bunch of fixes. So they got fixes, gameplay fixes, uh, some UI fixes that they did. And then they did their polish pass on episode three. So that's the, the latest one. It was the free update they put out. So you should notice that that is much, I mean, they released it pretty quickly and then they went through and fixed a lot of the things that they ran into. Um, they also added some icons, just a lot of fixes for episode three uh, because you know it was all new content. People started playing it, noticed some things. So if you haven't done that, make sure you go check it out. It's twenty nine ninety nine. I think we mentioned it a couple weeks weeks ago when it was on sale. It was an excellent price. I think it was what fifty percent off at least at yeah. that point in time. Keep an eye on this. I if you do not have the long dark, put it on your wish list because I'm sure they'll be doing a winter sale or something here soon. Uh, but if you're into survival games, which I would assume you would be, you're watching a survival podcast, listening to a survival podcast. <laughs> Uh, put it on your wish list. I mean, this game is one of the best survival games on uh, on Steam. So that's pretty, pretty much it. That's the long dark. Um, right. And then Blackwake. The actual you know, game with the door your... issue, right? Wasn't Blackwake yeah. the door issue game? No, this is Boats. Oh. But hmm. this is like, this is like. Uh, oh, yeah. I actually. Sea of Thieves, but the prior. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I've, I, I played this a couple times. I like this game. So uh, they been you know, haven't heard a ton of news about it. I think Sea of Thieves and a lot of things came out. Atlas, which doesn't exactly seem like the biggest competition, but you know a lot of people got their fix on boats and kind of probably retired of boats after Atlas. Uh, but they made it so that the Tortuga map now properly loads, uh, fixed some issues with melee. Uh, it says melee blocking has had its time limit removed due to popular requests, so you can block more quickly. Uh, damaging bots now have hit markers or should joining late should no longer display dead bots as frozen. So, because remember bots, they added a couple weeks ago, there were no bots in the game and they added bots. So there's a lot of fixes for bots in this and then, uh, fixing issues with the new map because that new Island map came out. So that is patch 3.88 of, of Blackwake. So I think, is there, Anything else we missed? I think that pretty much covers it. No, sir. I believe that is all the news. Very good. All right. <clears throat> well, on that note, let's go ahead and do current players, where we talk about, uh, well, the games and the people that are currently playing them. Let's take a look at everybody's favorite game, Ark Survival Evolved, currently playing. 23,479, the 24-hour peak, 40,663, with a 7-day peak of 62,947. Taking a look over at Rust, currently playing 26,824, the 24-hour peak, 43,352, with a 7-day peak of 63,082. Cool stuff there. And finally, Seven Days to Die. Currently playing 19,927. The 24-hour peak, 24,706. And your 70 peak is 37,000. 
141. And that is tip of the week. Or excuse me, that's not tip of the week. That is current players, where we look at the <laughs> players that are currently playing. I got to tell you, Brian, I'm... You got tip of the week on the mind. I'm, 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 I got, I'm fading. I'm fading hard. I don't know what's going on here. It's late. It's almost 10 o'clock. It's one of those days. No, I know. It's your bedtime. I tell you what, man. I've been going to bed crazy. I have been exhausted. I don't know well, yeah, I've had a crazy week, too. I mean, it, I'm actually going and sitting in front of a computer for like seven hours. Do you like, do you play? I have a standing desk, though, so that's Ooh. nice. I, do you so have, today, I, I was you, sitting so long in a chair. I was like, I got. I started pacing around the room. And I was like, oh, I got a standing desk. So I made it and get to the upright position and was able to actually move around while I was working. Um, do you have a, um, do you have Discord on your computer at work? No. You use the I, website? I, I don't do any personal stuff while I'm there. Hmm. I'm working the whole time when I'm there. Writing I mean, code. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't even check my phone for stuff. I, I, I just, I don't believe that you're telling me you're on the computer all day and you're just like, you don't have discord open. I don't have, no, I don't have anything personal on my work computer. Huh? Nothing. I haven't checked his personal website. I haven't checked anything. News, nothing. All right. I'm there. I'm working. That's what I they mean, pay me for. Yeah. yeah I, okay. I'm not going to have, I'm not, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> let's just start the, let's just start the tip of the week. I just, I can't be, bothered. I can't be bothered with you anymore. It's just incredible. All right. Tip of the week, sure we go through and either give a general gaming tip or one about specific game. It's just, uh, the long dark is an excellent game. I figure I'd do it on this, uh, this tip of the week. Game of the, the tip, tip of the week. Here we go. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm a professional. I don't do anything other than. Oh wait, hold on, that's bullshit. Hold on a second here. Okay. You yes. are a liar. You're a liar. No, that's not true. You are an you are a liar. Okay. Is it because I texted okay. you to tell you? You texted me at 212 PM Eastern. That was noon uh, twelve your time and mm-hmm. said, I have a meeting. Yeah, during my lunch. Okay. I went and texted you. Counterpoint. You sent a Discord message at 10 o'clock Eastern this morning. Before I left for work. Oh, my God. I hate you. I hate you. At 8 a.m. I wasn't at work. I hate you. (laughs) You are the worst. (laughs) All right. So in the long dark, uh, one thing that I haven't really talked about is the fatigue system in there. Uh, And this has a big effect on you. We've we've talked about hunger, talked about the thirst um, and even the cold. But fatigue, that reduces the amount that you can carry while you're playing. Um, also, it affects your aim. So if you get very fatigued, you will get it to where the, it's very difficult to aim the weapons in the game and it really puts you at risk uh, in defending yourself. So the uh, thing that you can use to affect that is your calorie intake. You'll notice that in this game, it's different than most games that you've seen where you have a calorie system. It has a point system on there. and your calories as you're using energy you move around those will go down your main reason you're eating food is not based on the hunger is you're trying to consume calories and so once you get down below 1400 on calories you'll start to notice some of these adverse effects so your goal is to keep it at about 1400 or above uh 
And then what, if you are not fatigued, um, you know, or if you are fatigued, you need to make sure you get some sleep. Sleep is what will help you also with fatigue. Uh, and so get some sleep, but to do that, keep in mind, you have to be hydrated things, eating and drinking. Those allow you to sleep for more time because if you are really low on, on food and water, you won't be able to sleep because you'll be so hungry or thirsty. So, uh, it's important to kind of balance that out, keep them up, make sure you get before you go try to sleep, consume some food, uh, drink some water so that you can get the max amount of sleep time and then recover all that fatigue. So that is tip of the week. Alrighty, Brian, thank you very much for that. Appreciate it as always. Um, let's go ahead and do our, uh, our game giveaway here if we can. All right. So congratulations, Jammer 0 Hey, so I'll send you uh, <laughs> a key for this. I'll send you a key for this in uh, Discord, or actually not Discord, because I don't know who you are. I'll send it to you in Twitch as a message. Look at that. So congratulations, Nothing. Jammer 0 Tell you what, man, find another place where you can go and get two quality hours of semi-accurate news and opinions <laughs> and win free things. I mean, it... Point me to another location on the internet. I, I, I don't believe you. We are something special. That's that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we are one of a kind. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's one way to do so, it. So, yeah, just gotta find it. We got we got to label our, ourselves correctly. So, is there anything else we need to cover? Remember, uh, Dead by Daylight for Game of the Week this Friday. Yes, sir. I'll be there. Absolutely. People are people have been playing Call of Duty. So, if you're playing Call <laughs> of Duty, make sure you jump into the Discord. Uh, and you can jump in and just hang out and chat, maybe get some rounds with each other. Yeah, and I will say this for people that are playing Call of Duty, and I know this is specific, there's been a couple, a group, a small group of us that have been playing around between the hours of like 9 and 11 p.m. Eastern a, a couple mm -hmm. nights a week. So if you're around on one of those times, pop on on Discord. If you see a group playing, come join us. That's typically the time that I try to get on. Um, it just depends on the night. So yeah, active group on that. As always, if you're not in our Discord or you're not in our um, Steam group, or you're not on our Twitter or whatever else, all those links are on our website, infectionpodcast.com. But, you know, we, we, we love having people engaged, and we've got a great group of people uh, chatting with us live tonight and joining us across uh, YouTube, Twitch, and Mixer. So we appreciate everybody that uh, that engages with us. We really do. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. we talked about, you know, all the, uh, <clears throat> the Twitch primes and all that. We, I know we, we say this over and over again, but you, people have no idea how much. That helps. I mean, that pays for packs, uh, and uh, people are so religious about doing it. I do now have a little notification that, you know, says when people's mainly that wasn't to. I know that people think it's to shame people, but a lot of times people don't realize unless they happen to notice that their name went away. So, uh, you know, it puts a little notification on Discord saying that, you know, your sub ran out, and people have been very good about renewing those every single month. I mean, we've got people at twenty one. It's almost like 20 months or something. 21 months in for a row. our friend Saul. Yeah. 21 months in a row of, of resubs. <laughs> and so we really appreciate the people that that use that because there's a lot of different channels you could use it on. Appreciate that you choose to use it with us. So Absolutely. Uh, and are we good to roll out on this? Yes, sir. Thanks for everything, right. Brian, as always. I appreciate it. Yep. All right. If you want to find me at Boise Computer on Twitter, of course, my blog, biteoftech.com, and that's an I, so B-I-T-E of tech.com. Uh, and make sure you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com. If you want to join that discord that we were talking about on the right hand side, there's a button for that to join. It's a free app. So if you have a 
mobile device. Maybe there's even a web-based, you know, if you don't want to install anything, if you're paranoid. Um, also, you can uh, go and install the desktop app. It's very lightweight and easy to use. Uh, we have uh, on the left-hand side to support us if you're going to be doing any Humble Bundle, Amazon purchases, uh, of course, our Twitch Primes. Uh, we have all the show notes for everything we talked about. So maybe we played a video or something that you wanted to see. We have all the show notes for those things. Links to our Mixer, our YouTube, uh, links to Twitch, and then all the audio forms are on the website. So thank you very much, and I will see you guys later. Absolutely, Brian. Thank you, as always. And yep. uh, we will uh, we'll see you Friday night for Dead by Daylight, and we will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Infection. Um, Alrighty, folks. Well, thank you for joining us here for another episode of Infection, the survival podcast. You missed any portion of the show, links, videos, images, my very uh, catchy thumbnails of the shows. All that can be found on our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. My name is Nick Craig. Follow me on Twitter at Nicholson Craig. Of course, all the links, our website, infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. <laughs>